Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up, Jack Hughes is on the attack, fresh off a hat-trick performance. We ask the bold question, is this team back on track? Where is Jack in the status of the all-time greats currently playing in the NHL? And how many wins can the Devils get on their current homestand? We dive in coming up next. Yes, sir. It's DPL, the Devil's Puck Luck Podcast, where you know that we are your hosts over here, Adam Armbrecht, over there, Danny McDonough. We thank you, as always, for being in on what is not only a post game, but also a preview podcast as the Devils keep rolling right along. They have a back to back fresh off of the Saturday night special. Danny, when we talk about Jack Hughes, talk about this dude cooking, he's been having a great year. But nothing like the occasional cherry on top of your ice cream Sunday when he goes for a hat trick there against the Columbus Blue Jackets last night. You know what's crazy? It's like when we were at the Boston game watching the Boston Devils, and he had a period that he was just, nah, he didn't seem, he was just like flying around, wasn't doing too much. And then he wins the game in Boston, and then he scores a hat trick. This this kid is, he's unbelievable. And, and if you didn't think that he was top five in the world hockey players, you got another thing coming. This kid no. is absolutely phenomenal. They also, in that process, you mentioned the Bruins game, where, by the way, when he scored that goal uh, in overtime to win that one, we we said this uh, when we were leaving the arena. It was like, yeah, like he no reaction, no response, and it seemed to be predicated on the fact that like I knew I should have been playing a better hockey game, should have won this thing in regulation. Like you want a player of that level to have that level of frustration with himself when he feels like I should be doing more sooner. This game should have looked different. And against a team like Boston, who's had a very good season, obviously, in their own right to start out, it's probably a little bit of the we're on track, we're getting wins. And if I if we come out and make a, a 4-1 statement game against Boston, it sends a different type of message than, albeit still very impressive, going out against the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are not a great team, and really pummeling them, though. Still give up three goals in this one, obviously. 6-3 is your final score. And there were a lot of things inside of this, I think, that we saw coming here when we think back to that Boston Bruins game, we can continue on Jack. If we want to, I want you to talk about specifically those three hat trick goals and then want to give a tip of the cap to a Jesper Bratt who felt like he was having a good game against the Bruins. Just couldn't quite piece it together. He gets three assists in this one as well. Yeah. Jesper Bratt was skating really well against the Bruins. And what's great about Jack Hughes is he holds himself accountable. He knows that he wasn't having a great game against Boston and to win the game in overtime like that was, was absolutely incredible. That's the great thing about a player like that is you can have, 50 minutes of hockey where you feel like you're not playing well in those last 10 minutes, a guy like him can turn it on with a snap of fingers. He's, he's absolutely incredible, but yeah, no, that hat trick was unbelievable. I mean, it's, 
we're just we're witnessing one of the best players in Devils history. Obviously, you talk about Marty Brodeur, but Jack Hughes will be one of those best players in Devils history. Hundred goals already in his young career. That hat trick yes. was something awesome to watch against a Blue Jackets team who is missing some pieces. To me, that felt like a must win. I don't know about you, Adam, but with what they were missing, the Blue Jackets, and the way the Devils played last time they played them, losing that 2-1 game but dominating that third period, you were expecting the Devils to go into Columbus and come out with the victory, which they did. So there's a lot of positive notes, you know, for this game in Columbus. And and tonight, listen, we struggled on back-to-backs, a very winnable game against a Ducks team who is struggling as well. By the way, you know, it's worth noting here because we didn't get a chance to do this at the time. The Devils, when they lost that game two to one to the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, the Blue Jackets lost to the Canes the next day three two. Then they came back and beat the Boston Bruins five two. Like they were on this little mini run there where they won three four out of six games there before losing three straight to the Bruins, to the Kings, and to the Islanders. So they've been an up-and-down kind of team. But listen, this isn't no need to turn this into a uh, Blue Jackets uh, podcast. But if you're a fan of the Blue Jackets, like this is kind of the roller coaster you're riding. You know you're a bad team. You're going to lose more often than not. But you have these chances, right? And I think you just look for those bubble-ups. Whereas from a Devils perspective, we're talking about, hey, I want baseline consistency. And then when we talk about bubbling up, that's about bubbling up and going on one of these really big winning streaks, which we'll talk about here in just a second, too, because there's there's something in the schedule. There's a world where we look back and a lot of Devils fans are going to have to write apology notes when they think about the way they talked about this team, the way they talked about figuring stuff out and where they ultimately end up standing in terms of record. Now, inside of this game, just quickly, too, 30 to 26 on shots. We just think a little bit about the box score and things that matter. Face-offs, that matters, 30 to 21. Devils really dominated there, 59%. And then we talk about, of course, the power plays. Just two opportunities for the Devils. They convert on one. And then penalty kill, man. How about that, right? Four for the Blue Jackets. Devils go ahead and kill effectively. And you were talking about in real time during this game some of the work that Luke Hughes was doing to help Shamon Nemich maybe not have a little bit of a black stain on his resume coming out of this one. Well, no, Luke, you play, played a lot better with uh, Colin Miller. I thought uh, that pairing was very, very good. Yeah. So Shimon Nemitz, he listen, he had a little bit of a tough game last night, you know, against the Blue Jackets. He, he As is going to happen, right? Yeah, which is, listen, he is an aggressive two-way player that has learned the game on the fly, and he's going to make those mistakes. But like you and I always talk about, we want him to learn from those mistakes in-game not just after the game, learn in-game what he did to correct it and to have a better game moving forward, which I thought he did. I thought his third period was a lot better than the first and second period. Colin Miller has found a place with Luke Hughes. You know, when Luke makes a couple blunders, Mm -hmm. Colin Miller's there, man. You know, his stick work has been absolutely incredible. And I'm really impressed with what he's done. But for me, Kevin Ball, bro. Kevin Ball is... He's he's been playing extremely well, and he's coming to his own on the type of player that he is, and he's utilizing his body. He's getting in the lanes where he needs to, blocking shots. He's physical, which is what, obviously what we need, but I'm really impressed by Kevin Ball. We, we've needed – so there's a couple of things there because you mentioned a veteran. You also mentioned one of the younger players. Kevin Ball was a guy that you came to the defense of time after time early in the season. He didn't necessarily get as much. It feels like there's higher-profile guys that really got beat up by the fan base a little bit, and I think Ball has come into form, and we need him to because there is a physical style to his play that we, we kind of want to see him uncover here as we work our way through. The Colin Miller piece is, is critical to me on two fronts, not only because, listen, you brought him in this offseason, you have an expectation for him, there's the injury early, so you're kind of left, right? This is, it reminds me of like uh, Lazar last year when you're like, so what is it? What is he? Because he ends up, you can't find his passport, that's neither here nor there, but you're waiting, right, of like, what is he, where does he fit in? 
Lazar has also shown what he can be with this team early in this season as well, which has been really nice. But with Miller, whether or not we think that the that fans at times look at a Brandon Smith and go, what's wrong with him? Well, again, he's a sixth, maybe seventh defenseman. So you need to set your expectations accordingly. Colin Miller, I think, is a sixth. Maybe you could say sometimes fifth, right? Sometimes you can work him up the board in terms of your defensive pairings. Him looking comfortable, him playing well, him using what I think is like a little more speed, a little more quickness, a little more ice awareness when he's paired with Luke Hughes. You see how it's balancing things out. Like this is kind of critical when we look at this defensive unit and say, can we have consistency game over game? Nemec is working through some things right now, but you're plugging in pieces, right? Like what? Another 10 games maybe. And I think we'll start to look and say, oh yeah, here's this crystallizing picture when it comes to those six players there in those three pairings. We have, we have two rookies, almost three rookies playing this year, you know, so to have defense the way we have it right now, you know, in the last five games, this is the model they have to look at. You know, this is the model that they need to be consistent with and being fundamentally strong and sound with their game. It's what we need. You know, it's it, they're going to be a team that's going to make mistakes like we're talking about. But sure. having those Colin Millers, like you're saying, you know, and having those Zeganthalos and Marinos, that's it's so important and so vital to this team. My question to you. Oh, hello. Do you think it's a coincidence that the defense has played that much better after Dougie's injury? We will answer that teasing question in just one moment after we tell you about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Because, guys, 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 you can bet on all the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook right now. You download the app and you use promo code THPN, and new customers get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just a five dollar bet on hockey. That's promo code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours, and the crown could be yours, Danny, on a Sunday afternoon at 7 p.m. I apologize. I thought it was 4 p.m. start for the Devils. It's not hosting the Anaheim Ducks. What do you want here? Over, under, set at 6.5. Last time we talked about this Boston matchup, you said under. You were correct. Just a uh, three-goal game there. Mm -hmm. We talk about plus 220 on the money line for Anaheim. You going against the grain or are you laying it? You're laying it with the Devils. Minus one and a half goals for the Devils. Under six and a half goals, a 4-1 Devils victory. Hey, uh, if Akira starts again, which I doubt he will maybe on the back-to-back, we don't know yet, but I do need him. I put in a season-long bet on shutouts for him, and I feel like he's getting the games under his belt now. So just if we want to put some good vibes out there, why don't you go ahead and say something like, oh, for nothing, Devils win, right? Shutout special, because I got a few of those trying to get some money in my pocket. The bottom line is you get over to DraftKings and take advantage of this and all their great betting opportunities, and you know, as we say, it is the official betting partner of the NHL. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. You can also, in Connecticut, know that help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hills Casino Resort. 21 age plus varies by jurisdiction. Void and our friends to the north, Ontario, Canada. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gambling resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league copyright nhl 2023 all rights they are reserved 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 people and now back to our regularly scheduled programming which is us asking that question hey dougie are you the problem yeah sometimes you gotta look yourself in the mirror you gotta say am i the problem here I think this is unfortunately a product of timing 
Because, mm. okay, two things can be true. One, Dougie could have been playing very bad defensively, and he was. And two, the team overall was playing very bad defense before he went out with the injury. So I actually think what you can like about this is that Dougie is sitting on the sidelines, watching stability, and probably saying, look, we're still scoring goals. We're still being very successful. My, my primary, I'm an offensive defenseman, but how do I balance myself a little bit, right? How do I not take that risky play where I overcommit going forward and leave us exposed on the back end? I think it's a really good learning opportunity for Dougie. The only downside here is Dougie is a 30-plus year player in the NHL. It's not like we're talking about one of the young players, one of the rookies. He is a, he is an experienced veteran. Sure. Do you have concern that like his DNA is his DNA, and it's not like he's just going to walk back in the door different? Although, to be fair, I don't remember him ever looking this bad defensively a year ago. It was a, 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 a mirage in terms of what we were seeing from him early in this season. Yeah, he he is who he is, right? When it comes to being an offensive defenseman, we know what we're going to get with Dougie. But agree, yeah, Wyatt Russell standing. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that this is the worst I've seen Dougie have a start to a year defensively. You know, yeah. but I, I don't. I, I think you're exactly exactly right. It's about timing, right? It's the goaltending was not good either before he went out. So, and the goaltending is right. obviously getting better now. So it's a product of the goaltending. But I also think it's just the change, right? It's just the change and getting different pairings for defense seeing what guys can do with other guys. And, and I think it's just worked out. But it, it again, went back just to the, the fundamentals, just the, the simplicity of getting the puck out of the zone, speed through the neutral zone, you know, which our guys are doing well. Our defense is right. doing well. Closing down on the center of the ice, which you love to see. Being more physical behind our red line, behind the goal. So, you know, it's, Dougie, when, if he comes back before the end of the year, he's coming to the lineup. Like, I don't want anybody to think that, you know, it's after his injury and after his surgery and after healing, like, oh, we should just keep the defense the way it is. Dougie's a difference maker. He's a playmaker. You know, he's a guy that will make a mark on a game and can win a game for you. So, you know, I, I don't think I, I don't think it's all a coincidence. I think there is a little bit of a coincidence, but I think that change needed to happen. And again, it just came at the the wrong time for Dougie getting injured, but the right time for the Devils writing the ship when it comes to defense. Yeah, you had a lot of guys, right? Siegenthal needed to write, get himself in order. Ball, even to to lesser degrees in certain key areas, needed to get together a little bit. Luke yeah. has actually played pretty consistently. Doesn't mean he hasn't been without his ups and downs, but he's been pretty consistent. And now you say, and by the way, we could also associate with Smith coming in or out of that lineup and just the disruption that it creates for it. However you want to look at it, Dougie is obviously going to be a big part of what this team accomplishes. The other side, as Danny just pointed out, though, is that he also has to come back. Like He has to come back from this injury, has to be healthy, has to work himself back into the rotation final piece here then as we think about a little bit going forward here the new jersey devils now have won eight out of their last 10 going back to that buffalo sabers matchup at home ironically that started just after the loss to the columbus blue jackets at home so they've won eight of the 10 now they still have another five game homestand now after coming back from columbus what do you anticipate here for this team and by the way it ends at home against columbus on december 27th are you anticipating a continued run here, eight out of their last 10 out of these next five games, Anaheim, Philadelphia, Edmonton, Detroit, Columbus. How many of those are you looking at and saying, Hey, these are all not only winnable games as a lot of games should be for the devils, but kind of must win games as the devils are 16, 11 and one probably looking to go on one of those early season, I mean, early season, mid season runs really that we saw them do last year. We want to see more consistency game to game in terms of wins and losses. We've gotten that the play on the ice is arguably more inconsistent, but what do you see here in these next five games for the devils? 
this is a stretch where I told you uh, last night through text, I think the Devils could win these next six. I think they're very capable. I think the teams that they're playing, we have the advantage. Obviously, on paper, we're the better team. Hockey is hockey. We know that. Any team could beat any team night in, night out. If our goaltending stays consistent, our defense stays consistent, you damn well know we're getting the scoring from those top lines. So sure. you know, Jack, Brat, and uh, Toffoli are absolutely incredible to watch. Doing it in front of their dads, too, was pretty special last night. You know, the fact that uh, Jack was able to get that hat trick in front of his dad last night was was pretty awesome. So, And then uncle, right? And then their uncle was there, too? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was something like uh, Jack brought his uncle and Luke brought his dad. You know, you know what I found very interesting about that? Uh, Amanda Stein posted her, her daily, you know, she card for the starters. And she said, you know, special moment. Jack and Luke get to have their uncle, their father and uncle write their names into the lineup. I found it shocking that their father and uncle uh, write them differently. Like the G's and the H, the, the, the letters didn't look the same. Are they brothers or are they, you know, or is this like their their mom's brother and their uncle? Because penmanship is fascinating stuff. Am I right, Danny? You're a weird dude, man. You, you Okay, really listen. Weird. Bottom line is the Devils are going to take on those Anaheim Ducks today. I agree with you, right? Like very winnable games. And just to go out a little bit wider here as well, once they wrap up against Columbus on the 27th, they will go on the road for three games, back for a quick two, and then on the road again for three more. So six out of their next eight games after this homestand are going to be on the road. They got Vancouver in there. They got Tampa in there. They got Florida in there. They've got Boston in there twice sandwiching inside of those three game sets with the Chicago of Blackhawks and the Canucks being there in the middle. So by mid January, by January 15th, when they're coming back home for Montreal on the 17th, like we're going to have a pretty clear picture of this team. And we'll also talk about coming up uh, on one of our episodes. They were ranked 16th in the NHL power rankings, basically. And everyone seemed to say, okay, that's right where they should be. Well, guess what? These next five games here and that next 15 games overall, it's going to tell a very big picture about what the Devils are this season, I think, and maybe start to get them back to where we thought their initial footing was supposed to be, right? Right there near the top of the Metro, competing for this division, really sending some fear into other defenses. It came down to consistency from the defense. It came down to consistency from the goaltending. Both those things are coming into play here at the right time. So it's like, you know, threading the needle of, of not totally going overboard, because here we are, right? Here we are with the Devils. Yeah. Maybe they're going to win. Let's say they should, they could. But if they win three or four out of the next five, right? We're going to be talking about a team that could be 20, 12, and one in the blink of an eye. But you're going to love that record. You're going to love where they are on their standings. And you're going to love looking down the stat sheet and seeing the players that are performing really well for them. Oh, absolutely. And congrats to Nico Heatcher, 300 points in his career. Congrats yes. to uh, Lindy Ruff, 850 wins, fourth all time for Lindy Ruff. So all the uh, Lindy haters out there, let him have this special moment. Let him have this moment. But listen, it's speaking a little about Lindy Ruff too. By the way, sure. I love, I love, I love the development. You've been very, you've been very thoughtful this episode. Yeah, now you got to be. I love the development of the kids, and I think that Lindy Ruff has a lot to do with this. Alexander Holt's two-way game, dude. I was telling you yesterday through text, he looks so different defensively. His back checking, yeah, it's like night and day from what he was last year, even the beginning of the year. So you know, I love seeing that, and I love seeing Mercer start to step up. Something like I don't think a lot of fans realize this. You know, with the slow start Mercer had, he's at the same goal pace that he had last year. <laughs> right. he, turned it on, he turned it on toward the middle of the season and toward the end of the season. So, you know, Dawson Mercer is a very good way two-way player as well. He did make that one mistake on the penalty kill, which is going to happen again yes. with these younger players. But yeah, I love the development, and I think a lot has to do with Lindy Ruff. 
Yeah, for sure. I think there, you know, it's funny again, this is the nature of coaches when things are going badly, it's all your fault and maybe rightfully shows. So some of it should fall onto your shoulders. And when things are going really well, the players are doing excellent. and The coach has nothing to do with it, right? Like that, that's the nature of being a head coach. So, you know, it's funny if you are someone who looked at this team and looked at some of these players and didn't think it was going right or the combinations weren't correct, et cetera, all of a sudden, what do you say now? Do you give Lindy Ruff the credit, as you're pointing out, for developing some of these young guys, for having Nemich be able to walk into this process and not get kind of lost in the shuffle for, for a stretch of games or for big minute shares on the ice? He's had his mistakes. But, I, you know, and listen, I'll even acknowledge for myself because I said, you know, I don't want to bring Nemich up Im- immediately. I'm sure, as Danny had pointed out, those games at the AHL level to start this season were probably critical, right? And now he had some injury. I think he has one small injury down there as well. But you're going to look at it and say, like, those reps probably matter just to make sure, right? Just to make sure you're ready to be called up in a key spot as opposed to looking at one of the veterans. The Devils, ironically, have had enough injuries at the AHL level to make it hard to pull up anybody else at times. But it's been really good to see how this team's come together, and Lindy Ruff gets credit for that as well. Real quick before we get out the door, do you know where Jack Hughes now ranks all time in the Devils franchise for goals? Was he fifth? All t- for goals? Oh, goals? No, what is he for goals? For goals, he is 26, my guy. Respect the franchise. 101 goals for Jack Hughes, 26. He's right behind. Oh, for Who's goals. He be behind here? Jason oh, yeah. Arnott, 110 goals. He's he's coming down there. Scott Niedemeyer, 112. Jesper Bratt, ironically, 114 there in the 22nd position as well. Nico Heischer, ironically, 116 at the 21st spot there as well. You got guys like Scott Gomez. Sergey Breland is going to be there. John Madden. Like, there are a number of players that Jack Hughes could be chasing down. Probably some outside chance here that he's top 15 in the franchise before the season is over. But to be able to note two more starters inside of that for the New Jersey Devils, to note the captain, right, to note Jesper Bratt, that just reminds you how good this young core is right now for this team. These three players all surging up the board in key statistical categories. Maybe we'll take a little outside look on some of those things when we get an off day next. That being the case. Here's what you're going to want to do. It's so he's 26th already. So what yeah. I was thinking is in he's been what four years with the Devils in that organization. Yeah. I wonder how I think 100 goals is the second quickest, right? To 100 goals for a Devil. Oh, the pace, right, right, yeah. yeah. His pace to those goals is probably through yeah. the roof. His pace is crazy, and his points are crazy too. And just his young tenure with the Devils. Wow. Jesper Bratt, by the way, is also actually yeah. We do both. Why not? I got I got an extra second here. Jesper Bratt <laughs> is sitting there 16th overall in franchise in assists. Nico Heischer is 18th in assists as well. So there's like some, uh, and then Jack Hughes is 29th in that category. All yeah, things was, that we expect is going to be. It was yeah. also special that on uh, Jack's 100th goal, Nico and Brat were, you know, getting the assists. It's telling. I love that. You know, it's like it was written in the stars. You know, it was, it was so cool. Oh. To see. Come on, man. You got to like, it's that sentimental value. You know, it's the kids oh, are going in front of our eyes. Adam. Everything, everything about it was great. It's just written in the stars. Come on, man. We're, we're you're going to want that one back. Trust me, buddy. When, when this airs, you're going to want that one back. No way. No way. I'm, I'm standing by it. It's written in the stars. It was meant to be. Oh, no. He doubles and triples down. Listen, here's what you do, friends. Here's what you do. You get over to YouTube. You turn on the alerts and you subscribe so you know when we're going live with all our episodes. We're doing a lot of post-game coverage the morning after. We're doing some previews as well. We didn't really get to the Ducks today. 
I think they're going to beat them. That's my thoughts. And Dan will close out with his as well here. But you just get over to social media at Danny the Face, at Adam Arbeck, at NJ Devils PL over on Twitter, and then at Devils Puck Luck on Instagram, on TikTok, on Snapchat, on Facebook, all those great places, excuse me, that you can get those. And by the way, over on Instagram, you can start seeing some of our live previews streaming there live coming up in the weeks ahead. So be sure to tune in for those. Any quick thoughts before we do close out on the Ducks, on the path to success for the Devils, as you will be live and in person attending this game? Yeah, listen, I I think that Gibson knows what the rumors are out there. I think that he's going to play very well for the Ducks. So this is not one to take off. Don't take off. You know, Gibson, uh, he's been rumored to obviously come to the Devils. Mm -hmm. But I think that he's going to have a very strong game. So Devils need to play a consistent 60 minutes. We can't take a half a game off and then, you know, come back the last half of the game. So we need a 60-minute effort, and we need some of the third and fourth line guys to step up tonight really well. I like it. I also like watching a player and hopefully that he plays well. Not well enough to beat us, but well enough to say, oh, this is why you want a guy like this on your team and by the way if you want to take the devils on the money line and you want to take the colorado avalanche on the money line over on DraftKings as well over the sharks here's a little one those are both laying the odds but how about the capitals to take down the hurricanes help us in the standings a little bit why don't you that combined together is plus 421 guys enjoy yourselves enjoy yourselves luxuriate i give these picks out for free I don't ask for nothing. Although I wouldn't mind if you subscribe, leave a five-star review. We love those things. <laughs> those are all fantastic. Follow us, do those things, but it's free. It's all free. Danny, get us out the door. Yeah, Canes are going to smash the caps. I don't like that parlay. I, I'm not a fan of it either, but I did it on the fly. We'll see you next time, guys. 